Hello everyone and thank you for joining me. I am so glad that you're here. I have a couple of things that I want to talk about. One of them is, of course, is going to be Wendy Williams. I might have time to throw in some Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, but my main goal today is to talk about Wendy. It's been a while since I've talked about her. I think the last podcast I did about her was asking her team to help this woman out. But it seems like she has no team. Seems like she has just a bunch of hanger-oners from what I'm seeing. Now, I'm sure by now, because I'm a little late, that everybody has seen that TMZ video where she actually lifts up her foot, which I'm surprised she's still that flexible. But she actually lifts up her foot to show you what her lymphedema looks like. I feel bad for this woman. There's nothing more that I can say, but I feel bad for her. And I was thinking, you know, Wendy has did a lot of shit in her career, has talked about a lot of people in the industry. And some people are saying, hey, this is her karma. But you still have to have sympathy for somebody when they're down and out. And this woman is clearly down and out. Clearly, she doesn't have anybody in her corner that can, I don't want to say control, but can reel her in. You know, um, she's in New York, I'm thinking, all by herself. Her family is in Florida. I really think she needs to just pack up and go to Florida. Find herself a nice condo on the beach, do her podcast from home, and regroup before it's too late. I can really understand an addict's mentality. And this is a prime example of a recovering addict that has slipped. A recovering addict who has not fully recovered. Um, You know, we saw it when her husband left her for another woman and had a baby. Yes, that is devastating. Yes, it was, what, three or four years ago. So by now, you would think she would be coming on a come up, but it looks like she's still on a downward spiral. If you look into her eyes, you see she's not there. You see that she's medicated. People want to call it dementia. People want to call it all these other things. I just truly think the woman is on something. Whether it be pills, whether it be cocaine, whether it be crack, whether it be alcohol. She's evidently indulging, seriously indulging into something where she can't even do an interview anymore. And she made her career out of doing interviews. It's just sad. Then I seen something on YouTube where her husband said, you know, he tried. And I truly have sympathy for him now. Because what if this is what he was dealing with in the household behind closed doors, which I'm sure he was. I'm almost certain he was. And now everybody else gets to see it because he's not covering for her anymore. I remember the, the 
podcast or the interview she did with Fat Joe, where she couldn't keep her mind on one subject. Maybe she was avoiding the questions. I don't know, but it just seems like to me she was in a in a den, in a drug den. That her house became a drug den. That people were there popping in and out of the camera. Men, you know, and, and she's just sitting there completely out of it. It's a doggone shame. And I think back to the interview that she did with uh, Whitney Houston, God rest her soul. And Whitney saying, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. And that's what I feel like saying. Wendy, 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 get your shit together. Go into rehab, therapy, or whatever you need to get in and get your life together. You know, do you want to be like the guy from Aerosmith, 74 years old, and just checking out a rehab? Come on now, that's... To me, that's not the way to live life. You know what I'm saying? At this day and age, or I should say this part of her life, she shouldn't have to work anymore if she don't want to. To me, when I heard podcasts, I thought that was a beautiful thing because it's like her going back on radio. But then I had to remember when she was on radio, she was seriously involved in cocaine, crack, and still functioning. But the 56, 57-year-old body is not the same as the 25 to 30-year-old body. You know, one more hit could be your last hit. One more pill can be your last pill. And it's just, it's just a shame. I think that her family loves her. I think that they're just tired. They're just tired of the fuckery that is surrounding Wendy Williams right now. And it's sad that she has nobody. And, you know, I can't really say that because knowing addicts, they're the ones that are going to have to want to do it. There's nothing you can do. You can take them, lock them in the room for a month. As soon as you set them free, they're going to find what they want. If they're not ready to deal with the situation, I would hate to pick up. I can't say pick up a newspaper because there's really no more newspapers anymore. And I'm telling my age. But I would really hate to go on a website or um, on the Internet and see that this woman has passed away from a drug overdose. It will be a waste of a talented woman. And, yeah, she's getting her karma. Karma's real. And karma's a bitch. And karma's coming back for her. I feel bad because if you think about it, this is a woman who's lost the love of her life. Which, when you're with somebody for a very long time, it's hard to just cut that off. It's hard to just say, I'm not going to fuck with you anymore. You know, because you still love that person. So, I can see her grieving for two two years but then at that point you start to come out of it you see this man's living his best life you know then on top of that she's an older woman you know what I'm saying she has lymphedema you know and she's probably feeling bad about herself she keeps saying that she want to find love and get married again every time she's on the interview so you can uh, you obviously see that she missed that life of being somebody's wife 
you know, and the fuckery on her show towards the end with the dating and talking about this man and talking about that man, that's all a front. Because if you really have it, you don't have to talk about it. You know, you just live in it. You just enjoy it. And all she does is talk about love. You know, it's sad when you burn a lot of bridges in this industry now. When you need people to be there, there's nobody there. Nobody there that can take you out on a sober date. Just to meet up for lunch. Just to check and see how you're doing. Every time you see her in her house, it's like just dreary. You know, I know she likes those black walls. Maybe she needs to think of an eggshell wall. I don't know. Purple wall. I don't know. But to be in an environment where all you have is black walls, low lighting, and a bunch of hanger honors, that's nothing but a drug den. And it's sad. I don't know what to say. I've said a lot. I hope and pray that she comes out of this. A broken heart is a hard thing to get over. And I think that's what it is with her, is a broken heart. And a broken heart can lead you to many devices that is not good for you. You know, every time you see her, she looks crazy. Her wigs even look crazy. I was so glad when she finally went and got her purple chair and her wigs from the studio because the wig she was wearing before, woo, always had on a hat. You know what I'm saying? Always had on a hat. And I don't understand that. Why are you wearing a hat with a wig? Isn't it? Isn't that the purpose of wearing a wig so you don't have to wear it? Mm, I don't know. But it's crazy. And it's sad. So I'm sending all the prayers that I can to this woman. I hope that she wakes up and realizes that she is enough. You don't need somebody else to complete you. Complete your motherfucking self. Because if she had more self-esteem for herself, there would still be a Wendy Williams show. Mm. But now from one fuckery to another, the Kanye West, Wendy, um, I was going to say Wendy Williams, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian bullshit. Mm-mm-mm. Kanye West hasn't been the same since his mother left. He's been in the deep depression and he's been hiding it, I guess, for so long. And it finally just overcame him. And I don't know what makes him, I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian, the Kardashian family, you know, I, I feel a way about them taking our culture, you know, and just flourishing with it. But that's what a lot of people have done in the past. Elvis Presley, you know, take our culture and flourish with it. And meanwhile, we're still sitting back here looking on. But... Kanye West should have known what he was getting. He should have looked at the mama closely. He should have looked at the grandmama closely. I did a I did a podcast on that, on how the grandmama, ooh, she did the same thing to her daughter that her daughter is doing to her daughters, that her daughters are doing to their daughters. You know, all for the all for the love of money. 
but Kanye West should have known better. Some people say, yeah, Kim Kardashian stuck with him, you know, through thick and thin, and, you know, she tried. I, I, I think Kim Kardashian saw an opportunity because she didn't like Kanye West. Kanye West was one of those little puppy dogs she had in the corner just panting over her while she went with whoever she wanted to go with and left him in the side. And then finally she woke up, I guess, when he hit a billion dollars and said, hmm, you look a little different to me. Let me let me latch on. Because I don't care what anybody say, Kanye West made Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian was just a thought before Kanye West. Kanye West put some respect on her name. I don't care what anybody say, all she was doing was, well, she's still doing it, showing her ass. You know, I'm surprised she ain't made a sex take with this uh, Pete guy. That would be a sex take I want to see because I want to see that BDE I'm hearing about. I mean, she even said it. She got with him because of the BDE. And he just used her, which is fitting since she used Kanye. But I'm really concerned about Kanye West. I'm really sad about Kanye West because, and I'm glad he's staying out of the public eye a little bit. I don't know what's up with those face masks and things of that nature. And that shit's bothering me. You know what I'm saying? Because is it really Kanye West under the face masks? And why he's still calling Kim Kardashian his wife? If you see him on the BET Awards, he's still calling that woman his wife. And she out here slinging, getting it, posting it with the BDE, all in his face. And he and using him, even while she started the relationship with Pete at Saturday Night Live or before Saturday Night Live. She was... It's, I don't know what to say, Kanye. You need I, I think he needs to find his ex fiance, the one that he was with when his mother was still alive. Find her and have a conversation with her. Because she knew him before. Before all this. You need to have people around you, Kanye, that was with you before all this because you have got your head in the motherfucking clouds. You always had your head in the clouds, which was good. You know, when you first started, all that positivity on yourself and I'm the greatest, that got you where you were. I understand that. But at some point, that shit needs to get turned off and you need to look at who you really are. And now you got four children by a thought that's letting another man that she only known less than a year have your baby sitting on their lap and coming over and having breakfast and shit with your kids. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, I guess this podcast is about love that has gotten away, you know, because Kanye and Wendy are kind of like in the same boat right now. You know what I'm saying? Kind of in the same boat. All over love. I mean, even though he was spiraling out of control before we really knew what was going on in his marriage, but he was spiraling out of control. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad. 
I pray for them, man. I pray for them. You know, I pray that Kanye gets back to the college dropout Kanye. You know, inside of his heart. You know what I mean? Inside of his mentals. I know that he is not that same Kanye because he has grown. But uh, is it a Michael Jackson never Neverland syndrome? I don't know. But I miss Kanye. I miss the Kanye that said George Bush don't care about black people. The self-conscious Kanye. I miss that. I don't know who this rainbow, not rainbow, but rain boot wearing mask. Look like he wears the same clothes every day, Kanye. I don't know what that is, man. But you know, when you lose your mother at a young age, it's hard. I don't know that personally, but I know people who have, and they've never been the same after that. But, you know, Kanye, your mother's looking down on you. I truly believe you need to get back to Chicago. Nah, Chicago's too violent right now. But go to Wyoming and bring everybody around you that was with you before. Before the show. And get back to who you are, love. Because it's still there. I know it's still there. But it's just lost. And I truly think that Kim Kardashian was the worst thing that ever happened to him. Not as far as his babies, but just her lifestyle versus how he wanted to live his lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Now she's grooming her kids to be thoughts as well. It's a damn shame. Well, people, that's all I have for today. I thank you very much for tuning in. Churning in would be old television. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you taking a moment out of your time to listen to my little podcast. It means a lot to me. Everyone, I don't care if it's one person, 50 people, more than 50. Just the fact that you took time to listen to my thoughts and my craziness. Is enough for me. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good night, good day, whatever time of day it is for you. Just have a good one. Stay blessed. <laughs>